Time is just gone past 24 past four, and uh, I want to talk to you about Pacific Heights. Now, this is the alias of Wellington-based songwriter and producer Devin Abrams. Uh, predominantly known for his, his fantastic solo work, he's going to be releasing The Stillness, his first solo album as Pacific Heights, for I think eight years it's been. So it's been a while since uh, Between Drinks. It's going to be released tomorrow through Warner Music. Now, joining me on the line is... Devin himself. Devin, are you there, buddy? I'm there. Good afternoon, Tom. Oh, awesome to have you on the show, man. Thanks for coming. Great to be here. Hey, um, how are you feeling? I heard you this morning on BFM doing a live to air as part of New Zealand Music Month, and you sounded fantastic, man. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, no, it's nice to be playing this stuff out, finally. <laughs> yeah, I bet, man. Um, how long have you been sitting on uh, this kind of iteration, the, the final product of The Stillness? Uh, this one's been two years. Um, it's funny because I, I heard you saying in the intro the the eight-year gap, and it was um, it did feel like a lifetime. But the funny thing is, is that it, it was a public hiatus. It wasn't necessarily a Pacific Heights hiatus because I actually produced two two full albums in that period I, that I just kind of shelved. Oh um, wow! So yeah, it was a continue. I, I continually was producing, but um, I finally just uh, had with the stillness. I felt like I had something that I was I wanted to release. I can imagine that uh, creative energy just kind of bubbles to the top. But you say you produced two years, uh, sorry, two albums in the space of that eight years, and I was going to say this album took eight years if you look at it through one particular lens. And I was going to ask you um, how you dealt with writer's block if you experience that uh, regularly with so many music, um, so many musical outlets, and you might be sitting on something for so long. I've definitely had writer's block. I've had it. I had it really, really bad the first time I got it, and it's funny because I like I am one of those advocates for routine studio time. You know, like clocking right, right. in, clocking out, keeping your chops up, vibe. But I, you can't. For me, I can, I, writer's block is a real thing. Like I, I've had it twice, and the first time I, I pretty much almost quit. I was so scared because I went for like eight months. I didn't write anything. I was totally off music. I couldn't even listen to music. Wow. Um, which is just never, never. My whole life, never experienced anything like that. And. The second time I had it was a few, probably maybe just before I started the stillness, and I remember that's all right, it's going to pass. You know, just write it out, just keep listening to music, and keep exposing yourself to things, and um, you'll be you'll be ready when the time comes. And uh, and that happened in the stillness. I was like, I hit kind of an emotional roadblock in life, and um, kind of threw everything, locked myself in the studio, and kind of I guess you know threw it all threw all of that out into the into the music. Fair enough, man. And um, so you operate operate predominantly as a solo producer for Pacific Heights, right? Yep. So tell me about the collaborative process, because you had quite a few guests appearing um, on The Stillness. Dan Craig, Jen Turner, Louis Baker, um, Sean Singh from The Drax Project. And I know previously uh, in the interviews and the like, you've mentioned how collaborative efforts, especially in bands, can be fraught with, I guess, artistic compromise. So what I want to know is that... Um, what have you done here what have you achieved with these artists and have you compromised at all or would, were you steamrolling it I was definitely um, there was some, definitely some steamrolling <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was one of the hardest things with Shapeshifter was the, that, that compromise being in a band is, it's, 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 a, it's a tug of war and but the tug of war often ends in really good music but it's, uh, there's a lot of internal battling that people don't see it's not just an easy road to get to an album right whereas with this process it's always been my vision and people that have come into it shared have shared that vision there's been no um you know issues around the the, the goalposts you know um and i guess it's just, every collaboration has been really natural there hasn't really had to be any of those kind of tension moments they might change you know the more you work with people things change but um at the moment that the album was just a real joy and breeze to collaborate in fact I needed those collaborations they were sanity and, and they were like you know a flagpole wow. in, the, in the middle of the mud you know 
Right on, man. So, like, let's just, um, for lack of a better way to express this, let's throw, away, throw around a few genre tags. Like, you're working through, I guess, some interpretations of, uh, like, New Zealand drum and bass, some jungle, a bit of deep house, soul, hip-hop, and I guess something I can only really broadly describe is um, future beats. Is, is, is this something that you've encapsulated a wider spectrum of beat-driven music? But how have you how have you channeled that into something like an album that is so emotionally charged and something that plays out like from start to finish so cinematically? I don't know, Tom. You probably you've probably got a better um, perspective on that than I do <laughs> at the moment. I, it's, re- it's, it's I'm so um, you're close hard, to the flame. I'm so engrossed and, and so close to it. It's hard for me to um, understand it sometimes, which is weird because I should be the one that should be you know talking about it intimately, but. Um, I guess what you've just said it's I, I don't think anything was intentional it was like this is the right break or this is the right tempo for this track or this is the right urgency it needs or this is the right substation it needs you know okay. um, yeah I don't know you yeah you could probably do a better job of that than me appreciate it <laughs> I'm not I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna fill the musicians boots here but um this album the stillness it's a collaborative multimedia art and music exhibition right you had your exhibition last night yeah, so I um, commissioned a friend of mine, Matthew Eels, who's an amazing artist, he um, to do some album artwork. And this was really early. This is when I, like I said, I first went in the studio and I kind of um, vomited all that stuff out, you know, um, and had those those seven early demos. Right. And sent it to him. I was like, man, I, I think I'm going to make an album out of this. Um, would you be keen to start doing some art? Because I really wanted to bring a graphic designer on early in the piece. Um, and that relationship quickly flourished into a, a collaboration and a very reciprocal collaboration where we decided to do an original illustration for each album song and for for that piece to be its own narrative and we'd do a one-off exhibition in Wellington, Auckland with the first time the album played out so um wow it was a really really um amazing process because he inspired me with his art while I was still writing the album so it was a yeah it was pretty cool cool man um You've been working on your masters, last I heard, or at least like last year, working yeah, on. It. <laughs> oh, well done, man! A plus. Too apparently. Oh, good shit. Um, so you you were focusing on production and composition, yeah? That's right. Yeah, it was a it was a thesis, but based on contemporary. Um, I had these bloody academic names, but it was contemporary um, production and sorry, pr- music production in a contemporary context was the the title, uh, and I kind of. I guess the in a, in, a, in a layman's term or in a nutshell, it was a production-based thesis around making uh, future electronic music sound really warm using software instead of analog equipment. Right. Wow. Um, I was going to say, how how is that process like? You, you're going to be doing the two side by side, working on the stillness, working at specific heights, um, what like concurrently with your masters. I was wondering, is the stillness is a project the result of your work on your postgraduate studies, or what were you doing through your postgrad? Uh, sorry, your masters. Was that the other way around? Uh, I had already started drafting the album, so I think the album did come first. But I was I was very lucky with the um, with the masters being able to compliment or, or look at the album critically, and I had never really done that before. So the, the masters kind of it became apparent very quickly that I was like, yeah, I want to focus my masters around this album. But I also want the album to to receive the, the the benefits of being critical from the masters. So, all right, right, yeah. Um, further to that, like the process of masters and you're doing production composition, I just want to kind of like uh, like preempt what I'm about to say. Like the way you get is you the way you get a job is with experience. How do you get experience? You get a job. If we apply that with um, music in your studies, how do you compare direct experiences that you've had as a musician for decades? And the value of being a music, uh, so the value of being a musician versus standardized music academics like 
dairy and writing a thesis, even if it is production, it's still kind of standardised through the lens of a university. Well, not everyone can be um, an academic fuck-up like I was. <laughs> Excuse the language, but I dropped out of high school and I dropped out of jazz school. Um, went and started a band, took a whole lot of drugs, travelled the world. Kind of We've all been all there. That, yeah, got all that experience. And then came back and looked at it through an academic lens. I thought that was a good way of doing it. <laughs> cool, man. Well done. You've come... I don't know if I'm a good sales rep for university <laughs> right now, but... Um, it's, it's a very roundabout way of um, completing a master's, I must say. It's very, very, very roundabout way of doing it. Hey, um, just finally, tell, uh, tell me about writing lyrics and melodies. I know this is a pretty tricky one. You seem to be quite the master of composition and kind of uh, melding beats and rhythms together. But which comes first? Do, do they operate in isolation, the lyrics and the melodies and the rhythms? Or do they exist in tandem to create some sort of expression, some sort of journey for both you as an artist to express and for someone to absorb, such as the listener? Damn, that's a good question, Tom. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, no, you've, you've potentially stumped me on that one. I, I, can, I can only really kind of give you an answer relating to this answer, this album because it's probably the most recent experience. With let me, it, let me answer your question with another question. <laughs> I should be like, like I'll give you the politician answer, uh, question and answer <laughs> thing, eh? Um, no, I think with this album, I, it was a, a, a real mixture. So there were some tracks like um, Zoos where there was a, I had a piano chord progression line around and I, it was just a bed that was lying around and then I came back with this lyric uh, so I came into the studio with uh, quite an overwhelming emotion and tracked the lyrics and the melody completely improvised. Um, right. So no lyrics written down, no melody, just completely improvised. Then there was times where I'd had lyrics written down, but I had no song or melody to them, and I had a bit of instrumental music that I, I kind of moulded those things into. Uh, and then there was times where I had um, a complete melody and vocal to work with and built a beating track. Like So all of those three examples I give you are on the album. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, cool, man. I'm That's, diverse, man. You know. <laughs> right on. Hey, um, finally, 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 um, Devin, what's next? Are you are you touring? Are you gonna are you gonna have a new project? I know you're playing in the neck of the woods soon with I think Grony, was it? Yep, yep, Grony, awesome. um, who are a Radio One hit. Um, oh man, are coming on tour with me. Um, I'm doing Christchurch and Wellington. Unfortunately, no Dunedin uh, or, um, or Hamilton or any other place. No venues in Dunedin, right? Well, yeah, it was. I really wanted to play Chicks, but Chicks has, has gone. So, um, well, it's going, isn't it? I'm not sure if it's one. Yeah, it's so. giggity gone, man. Yep. Um, but um, hopefully a venue will come back that, that suits um, what I'm doing. I'd love to come down there because I know with Shifters we had many, many amazing gigs down there. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, and you've got a lot of good friends down there. Mr. Wish, who was a long time, uh, he still has a show on that Radio 1, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, man. TBC beams yep. every Wednesday. Yep, he's the man. Um, so I've got a lot of love for Dunedin, a lot. There's there's no discrimination going on. It's just just wasn't practical, unfortunately. But uh, Auckland, Wellington, Crossroads doing, and then I'll probably do, I've got an Aussie label releasing this album, so I'll probably do some stuff in Aussie. Uh, but there's no real urgency or, or, or kind of desire to, to hump back on the road for a long period of time. I, I kind of one of the reasons why I leave the band, so... Fair yeah. enough, man. Hey, I think you've earned it. Devin Abrams, much love and aroha to you, sir. I think we're going to play a track now. I'm pretty keen to get on with your track with Louis Baker, Buried by the Burden. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, and all the best for the release of Stillness Thanks, tomorrow, Thanks man. Thanks for having me. Real pleasure. Awesome. Devin, yeah, we'll Tom. talk to you soon, bro. Mr. Devin Abrams, uh, the a uh, Pacific Heights... The alias of Devin Abrams, based in Wellington, uh, the first album in eight years, uh, known for his solo work in the 15 years he has spent uh, in Shifter and making music in Pacific Heights. We get to hear the stillness dropping through Warner Music tomorrow. I'm going to play you a couple singles from that.